boys and girls and nerds of all ages, I present to you the Notion Nerd Podcast. Presented by the British nerds with a rubbish sense of humor who talk about all things nerdy like Notion and productivity, the excitement will be unbearable. Hello, and welcome back to the Notion Nerds Podcast. <laughs> and now everyone's earbuds are blown. Yes! <laughs> what a great start. It's too quiet. Now it's too loud. Just, just finicky people. I know, right? Welcome back to the Notion Nerds Podcast, where we talk about all things nerdy and productivity and systems and all that joyous stuff. Uh, my name is Jonathan. I am a simplicity specialist who helps service-based business owners make their business far, far easier by just relieving that stress of trying to do all the things. That was much cleaner than the last episode. I, w- I will give I you know, props right? for that one. Thank you. I'll give you props for that one. Uh, I am Danny Hatcher. I am a content creator, YouTuber, streamer, and podcaster, as you can hear. Uh, and I help people with their... I could, I could see you sipping your tea down there. Uh, we, we are British tea. Uh, and I help people with uh, productivity, specifically looking at digital applications. Notion being one of them, hence the Notion nerds. Indeed. But Notion isn't everything. It isn't the app to rule them all. There isn't an app to rule them all. I know, shock horror. But it is an extremely powerful application. It is indeed. And it's a great way for creative business owners to kind of figure out what their systems are to, once they have a starting point, to really nail down what they want. And is for kind of, not sure whether you agree on this, but like Notion is for business owners who don't like traditional productivity tools and systems and task managers and project managers and like to be a lot more flexible with how they work. I would say I think business owners that are more creative in mind. So the conversation Mm. that I had yesterday with someone is that some applications that are out there, quite a few of them are quite rigid. When you look at them, you think of a shirt and tie. Whereas when you look at Notion, you think of jeans and (laughs) T-shirt. That's how I would associate those sorts of Yeah. I completely agree. And then ClickUp's kind of like a smart overshirt and jeans. Um, like it's kind of another level up of being more structure, less flexibility. Um, Not quite as rigid, but it still has that boxed nature. Yeah. 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 More, yeah. Anyway, today's batching tasks. nothing to do with that. It's to do with batching tasks and our views perspectives. If you've watched um, a previous episode, which I'm not going to name the, put the number on it, just in case we change our mind during editing, which we have done. We learned that. We learned that last time. We are PPs. We are professional podcasters and we I learn know. on the fly. Hell yes. The best way to learn. So yeah. Um, in, in a previous episode, we started touching on kind of um, batching tasks and how we manage our energy levels and how we kind of do that. And it was to do with statuses and stages. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a, a deeper dive on this one um, about batching. You are very much a task batcher, like topic task batcher, would you say? Yeah, I guess that's what you could say. It's So when it comes to batching in general there are lots of different types of batching because you have the 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 time blocker which is essentially batching because you're you're batching your time (laughs) um, or you're blocking your time out whether that is by minute by half hour by hour you're you're essentially batching your time slots for certain actions certain tasks so maybe at 
sucks. <laughs> yeah, I got my tongue got all middled. Um, yeah, middled. Middled. Yep. Right. Yeah, you do well, aren't you? That that was a deliberate. Have you never oh, heard of, middled? Of course it was. Of course it you, was. Because your tongue's in the middle of the mouth and it just doesn't do anything. It doesn't move. Yeah. Anyway, I've not heard that. No. I, okay. Yeah, middled. Yes, but middled. But, I mean, it's 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 an extension from muddled. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, you'll say, okay, between nine o'clock and 9.30, I'm going to do my marketing tasks. And all those marketing tasks will be sat at those 30 minutes. Or I'm going to spend one hour today between one and two doing, I don't know, video editing or something. You're, you're essentially batching your tasks into a time block. And I think that's the, the two def- different concepts, but with, with time blocking, you have batching. Then you have what I would say is theme batching so you'll say okay today i'm going to do these sort of tasks so it's not hour based it's not as rigid or structured but you still have a rough guideline okay i'm going to do my video editing today i'm going to do my scripting today um then there is the 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 week batching so this week i'm going to focus on this video or this project or this goal this target yeah like sprints yeah exactly uh, and then f- from that, when it comes to batching and looking at times, the, the Pomodoro technique or any sort of time management technique comes in there. Okay, I'm going to do 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever, working on this thing. I'm going to batch this, this task, this action for this amount of time, then do a whatever the time break is, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, whatever. And then do the same thing again and keep doing that until either you need to change topic, change task or whatever that happens to be. So there are loads of different types of batching, whether that's batching an action or batching a time. So there's one that you've missed. It's themed. Like, or you kind of theme your day. That's a form of batching because... I thought that was the second one I said. Where you say... I kind of... uh, I suppose it's a lesser form of that. So for example, on this day, I work on these types of tasks there are multiple types like mm. subtypes i suppose but like it's a themed day it's kind mm. of a, a a reduced form of what you do which is like this is editing day this is recording day this is this day this is that day but for me <clears throat> i'm kind of have like this day and this day is kind of where i do my coaching this is where i focus mm. mainly on doing coaching or client work yeah and then on this day this day and this day i work on my business and so it's kind of like a, a high level theming this is for people who are less um, I suppose time orientated to deadline orientated and more um, orientated on kind of energy levels and kind of how I work. Yeah. And I, I think I will say that batching inherently is co- like related to your planning. Yeah. You, you either plan to batch <laughs> or you don't batch. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't go, okay, today I'm going to batch stuff like on the fly. I don't think that's, really possible because you're you're making decisions as you go and batching tasks if you don't know the tasks that you need to do and you're going to suddenly just do all of the tasks that are similar then you must have had some sort of pre-thought which is is planning pre pre-thinking of what you're going to do uh so i don't think you can go into a day and then suddenly batch your day out it's okay i have all of these tasks that i'm going to do i'm going to do all those tasks tomorrow so you've done some sort of planning that planning could be a couple of minutes before you do all those things or it could be a couple of weeks before you do all those things but there's an element of planning to it i think yeah you can't just go and say hi i'm batch t- batching all of these you need to have an idea of 
okay so that that that's this task when does when do i do that task oh that's normally done on wednesday so let's put that into a wednesday or or kind of kanban it or like date assign it to a wednesday and then work like that yeah yeah and i think when when you're batching tasks without time you're given much more flexibility. So if you need a rigid structure, like a timetable, like a school timetable, essentially, then you need to block out your time. But for a lot of people, me included, I don't like batching time because like you mentioned, energy. Sometimes I don't want to do it. I mean, I'm going to go back to school right now. Nine o'clock in the morning, when you have your assembly or your worship or whatever it's called, and and you're, you're expected to do your singing stuff in the morning, I don't want to be singing at nine o'clock in the morning. I hate mornings. I'm not doing that. <laughs> or you have maths as lesson one. You're like, my brain isn't ready for this stuff yet. Like, can I have that later on in the day? <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. You have science or maths or like some sort of silly subject where you need to engage your brain and you're like, no, I want that later on. Or you you put something right before lunch and you're, you're thinking food. You're like, I don't want to be thinking about chemistry right now. I want to eat. <laughs> can can I like, just do... Yeah, yeah can I do something else? how your body works, isn't it? It's like, I'm, I'm just, I just can't deal with this right now. I just want to eat my food. I don't want to talk about fucking body parts or muscles. Or I just want to go and eat food now. Like, I'm really hungry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that, that's personally why I don't time block my batching because I listen to my body. And I mentioned in the last last stream about RPE, rate perceived exertion. It's it's a metric that's used in a lot of different areas. It's just your your perception of how much energy you have. And it is what I use. It's I have a baseline. Uh, do I feel more energized? Yes. I'm going to do a little bit more work. Do I feel less energized? Yes. I'm going to do a little bit less work. That, that, that's that's me and it's i mean the rp scale is 20 but there's also an 18 version and a 10 version and depending on the context and all the research and yeah i don't overcomplicate it it's just zero to ten how how am i feeling <laughs> can i be bothered and it is context specific because i may be feeling a 10 for these tasks but i may be feeling a one <laughs> for those tasks so i will do the ones that i i'm i'm excited for and this is where i think my RPE and my batching come together a little bit with, with how I choose to do tasks. Because there are tasks that I don't want to do. And you mentioned in the last episode that they're like, I don't want to batch three video, edio, video edits because they're not exciting for me to do. And they are like the top end of video editing for me is like a six. I'm not like, yes, video editing is like a, it's a six. It's okay. So when I batch my video editing day, I make sure I batch other things in there that's fun. So when I start the video editing, I might be at a six or I might be at a seven, maybe. And then by the end of that video edit, I'm probably down at like a two for video editing. My video editing, I'm now going, right, I've spent an hour and a half, two hours video editing. I don't want to do another one of these. So I'll pick something else that's still related to something, but it now brings my energy level back up. And then I can go, okay, am I at a level with video editing now where I can go back to it. If I'm not, then I carry on doing something else. At the moment, that happens to be chess because it's fun. Uh, but normally it's it's something actionable. Maybe that's researching a video or reading a topic or listening to a podcast or doing a, a quick YouTube. I would say binge watch, but it's not really a binge watch. It's deliberately resting from doing a task. Your thoughts, because I realize I've just spoken for like five minutes. No change there. 
Oh, low blow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much for me. Batching is is not necessarily task based. Like I can't batch all of my this type of task together. It's just themes of what I'm doing. A general, really general theme. I could probably benefit from a little bit more specificity. Oh, oh, that's a word. I love that word. Specificity. I could probably do and benefit from more specificity, but I also need to be able to adapt and flex my specificity um, so that I can actually. You need you need more specificity in your your simplification. Yes, I need more specificity in my simplification I of your systems. Simplify, yes, simplified specificity of systems. Simplification. <laughs> I, I think it would benefit me to have a little bit, you know, I like having focus, but if I have too much focus, I get bored. Mm-hmm. So I'm just focusing on on one single thing. Like, for example, and, and, and also it's like the excitement level. Like sometimes when I'm when I have an idea for a video, I'm like, I love this video idea. It's just so good. I don't want to wait to do that. So for me, if I was to batch edit my videos, I would never produce any because I mean, I don't know anyway, but that's not <laughs> that's but like, like, that, that's because I tried to do it that way because I thought that was the most efficient way, like being able to batch edit the videos and just research on one day, record on another. And then the more I tried to do that, the more I was just like, I hate this and it's just annoying and I don't want to. So for me, I enjoy the concept of like, if I have an idea for a video, I'm just going to go make it. And that is where the flexibility of my my batching comes in. So if it's a video editing day, I'll do the video edit. Like I said, maybe my my energy drops for that. But that task that I go to between the edits could be just publishing that video or scheduling that video. So if there is something, then I'm like, okay, this this video is amazing. This project, I want to get this done. I will just do all those things in that day. One of those things will probably be appropriate for the day maybe it's a scripting day and i've done the script but i've actually decided you know what i'm going to record this as well and then i've done the recording i'm like you know what i'm going to edit this as well and then i've done that i'm like you know what i'm just going to schedule this and publish this as well then i can do that because what that just does is it takes one one task off all those days for the rest of the week so i've still done it in the week the the time span of doing it but i've just reduced reduced every single day by one task by doing it all in one day and then the next days i just have two instead of three or one instead of two depending on how how many videos i'm doing during the day and that keeps me engaged on the day but it also keeps me planned enough so that if i don't want to do all of that stuff for the day because some videos i'm like i don't feel like carrying on with this video anymore i've done enough for the day for the day to be successful so I can look at the day and go, that was a successful day because I've done those three things. That, that, that's how I look at it um, and give myself flexibility inside batching. So even though I batch my videos, well, I batch my tasks for my videos and for all of the other projects that I do repetitively, that doesn't mean I'm doing that stuff on that day. <laughs> it's when it's planned to, but it doesn't mean that's when I'm doing it. I could do it beforehand. I could do it way after, but it's it gives me a scope it gives me an idea of when i'm doing things so kind of like a fail safe i suppose yeah it's yeah kind of a suggestion rather than a, a hard and fast rule 
for you. Yes. Yes, exactly. Where, that. where where typically batching is very much a hard and fast rule. Like traditional batching, traditional like time blocking and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, is very much hard and fast. Which is it just kind of pulls in the point of like so I think we both drill home is like it's all personal, it's all your perspective, it's all what you feel is is works for you. And it's about building your system for the worst possible you, not the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I mean I I'm going to use another elite athlete example because it's the world I'm from. Swimmers, triathletes, those sort of people, they get up in the morning and they do whatever it is, whatever length it is, whatever stroke it is in the morning, typically swimming in the morning so they can get the rest of their day done. That's from my experience when speaking with swimmers and triathletes that obviously need to swim. And that is a batched task that is typically time bound because they will get up they will go to the pool they'll do their lengths they'll do whatever they've got to do and then they'll start their day that is more of a rigid structure and i've worked with a few triathletes and they are machines they do not stop like i i've lived i lived in a flat with one of them one of them it's like they're 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 like a separate species (laughs) but literally it was i'm gonna wait he wakes up at five in the morning he'll go to the pool he'll do like an hour and a half of swimming then he'll go to work or he'll go to uni and then he'll do a run then he'll get home then he'll do a cycle and then the next day he won't do a swim but he'll do a gym session and then a run and then and it's just it's like a, a metronome of just exercise, like swim, cycle, run, swim, cycle, run, exercise for recovery, stretching so for injury prevention. And it's just a, a metronome of work. And most pro athletes are the same. And that is what gets them moving forwards. It's the, the rigid structure of training, typically, that will push them forwards, especially with endurance sports, like marathon runners. They run so much but they batch it all out. It's like, I'm going to do these training sessions. I'm going to periodize my whole year, four years, whatever it is, and do all of this stuff because that's their mindset. A lot of people don't have that. If we did, we'd all be elite athletes or elite at something. Most oh, yeah. people don't have that. <laughs> and I think in the productivity space, people want, people think that the elite is the only answer. It's mm. very much like you have to be ultimate person of amazing like every single second of every single minute of every single day has to be valuable and has to have value when when truthfully that's a load of fucking shit oh darn it yeah so now we're gonna now we're gonna have to put a, a an explicit on the apple podcast so yeah. well yeah. and i mean but when it, it when it, it comes it's nonsense isn't it it's like it's yeah when it comes to productivity sport and competition competition specifically yes doing more typically does improve so if you are taking performance enhancing drugs for example that's more (laughs) um but something more a little bit more ethical is when you look at uh runners they'll go in hypoxic chambers they'll sleep in hypoxic chambers so hemoglobin levels and stuff changes so it actually enhances their ability to perform in their competition because they're sleeping in this specific chamber at altitude. That is a a physiological adaptation that works, but they're going above and beyond to improve their performance in a specific like activity for competition. Unless you're at competition, you don't need to push yourself to those levels (laughs) and it is borderline unhealthy (laughs) like that you are putting yourself at risk by pushing performance levels. And that's what athletes do. They push their bodies and their minds to the brink that's what they do 
And most people can't do that or will struggle to do that repeatedly. So just don't, don't do it and do something that can get to the level that you're, you're doing enough. You're above baseline. You're going to improve. Uh, what is it? Progressive overloading is, is a term used in SNC. I don't know whether it's also used elsewhere, but essentially you're doing that little bit more. It's like compound compounding interest. You know, yeah, compounding is something that, that is used in the productivity space by nerds. Like us. Yeah. So compounding where you do that little bit more, that 1%, 1%, 1%, you just increase. As long as you're doing that 1% enough, you don't have to do that 1% every day. If you do the 1% every three days, two days, five days, it's just enough to move yourself forwards. And as long that's, as you're always moving forwards, who cares? Yeah. And that's what I use the batching for. Just get that 1%. I'm, Every every time I try and stop talking, you you go to your, your cup of your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, then and, and you start drinking tea. It's like, okay, I'll carry on talking. And then and then I stop talking and it's like, oh no, he's still drinking. And now he stopped drinking, he's just not gonna talk. No, I, I started talking, you just kept interrupting me. So just letting you finish your uh, your information splurge of beautiful facts and and snc marvelry and stuff <laughs> stuff stuff yeah, that thing, that thing that stuff you spent goodness knows how many years doing a degree for yeah <laughs> it was actually only two years for the masters so the snc was only two years but the snc is kind of like uh, what was it a subsection with coaching, with the psychology and the rest of it. But I think it all applies to this world, just different terms, different words. And when it, when it comes to... I, I think everything applies to everything. Yeah. Like everything is in, 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 in the most woo sense possible. Everything is connected with each other. We're all just saying the exact same thing, just in different ways with different words and different like perspectives. Contexts. Context. Different context. Is is that a GTD term? Well, it's I know it's used in GTD, but is it is it big in GTD? I can't remember because I remember. I, I think remember, it is. Yeah, it contexts. Yeah, like it's home and work and and other stuff. I don't know. I don't because really. I, I probably tell. That simple because because everything is that simple. There's just home and then there's just work. Of course there is. Yeah. I I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Don't don't quote me on that. I am not a big follower of GT. Everybody quote him on that and tell him it totally <laughs> is. No, no. <laughs> don't cut it out. Don't don't clip it. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I'm not a big follower of the GTD methodology. I know what it is. I know about it. I know, I know enough about it to know that it's too rigid for my personal preference. Uh, Honestly, I think it's too. And I'm going to a hot take here. I think GTD is too rigid for most people's. Like, in in in, I know, right? Hot take. I think it's too rigid for most people. Hello. I think it's. it's, I think it's, it's it's from the older kind of world of business not from the more modern day the modern day take of business like it's not really the new world business I'm just trying to get convinced you've been sitting here for only a couple of hours it's not that bad it's not like it's a not. stream where you've been sitting there talking consistently for three hours is it yeah yeah exactly. like i think i think that gtd has its uses but it is very much like 
corporate focused of sitting at a desk all day and having inboxes and outboxes and and often it's very it's very un in unflexible or inflexible it doesn't give you the the capacity to shift and kind of juggle rigid. things around a little bit more it's very <laughs> rigid yeah it's it's just it's it's just and I think that's a, a thing you've got to be careful with with productivity is is watch out for those rigid systems because real life is never, ever, ever that rigid. And it just can't be. It just it doesn't work. I mean, look at look at life right now. <laughs> life right now, COVID and the rest of it. Like it, Yeah, as we're recording this. Um, rigid. Hmm. Um you can't go outside your house. <laughs> so how do you exercise every day kind of thing? You know, you've you've got to think. That's be flexible. One thing that... You've got to be flexible. And I think you've got to be you've got to be flexible in your system as well as how you portray that system. You, you'll have a rough framework as to what you're gonna do, where you're gonna do it. Um, but it's gotta be flexible. It's something that obviously I know I've done quite a lot, but I explore applications. So moving my my system to an app, I need to understand what I need it to do. I need a framework and then just build the system around the application. Because I know my system well enough, I can move to pretty much any app and use it for what I want to do. Is it my preference? Maybe not, but I could use pretty much any app or any combination of apps to do what I need it to do. So understanding that system is useful. Yes, go. I was like, yeah. I would, I would very much like to see you try using Trello it's, your system it is in my list of apps to apply to my system i think it's gonna have a heyday with you why that's what she uses if she wasn't with when she's not working with me she uses trello right that that could be interesting the the one thing about trello that does put me off mildly well there's quite a few things but the main thing <laughs> is price from my understanding to get a lot of the functionality that Trello offers, there are price barriers all over the place. Yeah, I don't know whether three, that is true. You get, you get three like add-ons for free and then the rest of them you have to start paying money, pay up the big bucks. Well, it's not actually that expensive, I don't think, unless it's kind of gone up quite considerably. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the pricing structure of Trello, but the, the point still stands when you're, when you have a framework and a system that works for you, that you can transfer over applications, then you know, you've got a system that works. If you move from one app to another app and you are up in the air and you have no idea what you're doing, I would, pr I would probably say there is something in your framework or system that is missing, whether that is an understanding of what it is or, just some something in there that's missing because if you have to understand your your system and framework and the app at the same time you are missing something to start with if you just can't go okay this is my framework this is my system how do i build that in this app that's a case of learning the app or learning the system or working on the workflow with the apps if you're going to an app and going right i want to do all of this stuff and you have no idea what your processes are you're missing something and and that is something that I think both you and I and many of the consultants and across all apps, yeah, like are saying. We've spoken to Layla, you've spoken to Evie, like 
yeah, I've spoken to Tom, who's worked Tom. obviously with with Asana. Like and I've spoken to a few others from other apps, like yeah, not on and it's podcasts always the stuff, same. But. It's always the same thing. It's like systems first, tech next. Like tech, tech comes second. It must be secondary. You must know exactly what you want, exactly what you need, when you need it, where you need it, what it's for, what the purpose. Don't just use an app just because someone in a Facebook group told you to use it, which is or YouTube. Just because a YouTuber uses it doesn't mean you got to use it. I mean, definitely explore it, but it's oh yeah, feel free to explore it. And it's it's interesting because Notion's in this big boom right now, mm. like where everybody and their blooming mothers are using it. Like, and I don't think, uh, and and the sad fact is is that most people will not use it in a way that works. If you want to get things done, Notion isn't always the best option until you have a system. I have a client right now who has her systems already, who has who knows what her processes are. It's just translating them in a way that makes sense for her inside of Notion. And the greatest way to get success with Notion is know what you want. Know what you need. Know what your processes, what your systems are, what what steps you need to take every day before you even come and speak to like someone to build it for you. The biggest thing I find is that people who say, Oh, I want you to build this for me. I said, well, what does this look like? Well, I don't know. Okay. Well then what do you expect me to do? Pull, pull, a, pull a build out my bottom. <laughs> I don't know your business. You do tell me what your business is and then we'll figure it out. And people like to jump to the tech because it's pretty and because it's fun. And because it's, yeah. It's, it's the shiny shinies mario uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and like you can use notion and click up for many things it's what you need it for and to have a, have a clear idea what you want why you need it i love how we've just gone from and and and, and here we go i'll be ready now i'm gonna bring us all back now i'm gonna bring it all back to you um gonna bring the and, train back on the rails yeah back on the rails and the same with batching why are you batching what is its purpose why do you want to batch your tasks why is it because like you know danny and jonathan have been speaking about batching on an episode of of the notion nerds podcast and You're talking and about us third person to us <laughs> i know it's good isn't it <laughs> like is it because of, because we've been talking about it well if that's the case then stop it right now right now <laughs> Stop it. John's giving you the finger. <laughs> don't don't clip that because that could be taken out of context. <laughs> Everything I say could be taken <laughs> You just understood what yes. I said then, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, don't just do something because someone tells you to do it. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually starting to see ClickUp having a bit of a renaissance now in the Facebook groups that I'm in. Like they are coming, it's come. Oh, ClickUp's amazing. I love ClickUp. I love ClickUp. And I'm like, here we go again. I've seen this all with Notion. And the first question that I often hear is, is how does it compare to Notion? Well, it depends. How are you using Notion? Those two words, it depends. Yeah, that's pretty much the answer to everything. It's like, yeah. Anything you have. Going back a couple of minutes, <laughs> a couple of minutes, uh, it's easy to replicate a system or replicate a process than it is to create one. Most people, when when they're trying to come up with original 
ideas, they're using ideas they've got from somewhere else, whether that's an experience, watching someone else do something. It's, it's not a truly original idea. It is combining different ideas together and then replicating that. And when any, anyone's looking for any process or system, when it's batching, I've batched, my, my system of batching, I've combined different ideas together from different areas of my education, my experience, my life, and put that together for something that works for me. So I've looked at time blocking and gone, okay, time blocking works for those people. It won't work for me. So I'm going to time block some things when it comes to my habits. So my habits typically are done in the morning. So I'll check my emails, I'll check the, the social posts and stuff. So I do a time block those tasks, but I don't have to do it there. So it's it's still batched. And But then I know batching tasks is useful, but I don't wanna batch all the things in one day because I like to be flexible. So then I bring in the idea of RPE and energy expenditure and I bring that in. So I've I've brought lots of different ideas from different philosophies, different methodologies and, and formed my own. So then I can replicate my own in whatever app it is. Does, does, does that make sense with my, yeah. my thinking? And I think that's, that's, that's something that is very hard to do. From what I've experienced, very few people can do that. Like okay. be able to see thing multiple directions and combine lots of things together to create a system. Often people just go, I'll buy this template and then my solutions will appear. Like, no. I wish. The template is a framework. It is a starting point to skip the, let's say, the monotonous stages of building. Mm. And then you have to rip it apart and start again. Because once you understand what works, then you understand what doesn't work. And what works is figuring out what doesn't. And once you figure out what doesn't work, you can then move forward. You can always move forward. Uh, and people are like, oh, but look at all this time you spent on this template and all these systems. And I'm so sorry for like doing this. I'm like, why? You've discovered what you needed to discover. And we have pulled apart everything. And it's like... Whenever people come to me for, for, for consulting on situations like that, like, I still don't get the template. Good. That, that's good. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad you don't understand it. That's perfect. I'm glad about that. Good. What do you understand about it? What don't you understand? What's missing? What's not? And it's, it's, that, it's that discovery and, and finding and creation and, and back and forth and, and like working out what works and what doesn't. I feel like a bobblehead. I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And when it comes to when it comes to the people that say they don't have the time or don't have the energy or don't want to learn or anything like that, I think it's I don't know whether neglect is the right word, but if you haven't done any sort of upfront work yourself, it is very, very hard for anyone else to help no matter how good their system is, no matter how productive they are, if you haven't done the upfront work yourself <laughs> to know what you need to do or know what you want to do or know how you work or experimented at least with what works for you, they can't help you. They can't read minds. I wish I could read minds. I wish, <laughs> uh, but I'm I can't. I'm a hypnotist. I, I, I studied hypnosis. I still can't read minds, so it's fine. 
And I do understand some people just don't have the time. They are running a business. They're doing loads of things. They have loads of responsibilities. I get that. If you don't have the time, I get it. But there must be something you're doing right now to be able to do that stuff. You must be using some system or process to be doing the things right now. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it all. <laughs> you, you may be correct. Yeah, you yeah, may be doing more stuff because of the system you're using, but you're still using a system. Maybe it's really, really inefficient, yeah. which is why you're busy, but there's still a system there. there you, you always have a system. People go, oh, I just don't think in systems. No, you do. You just don't know it. You just yeah. can't see your system. And it's a, like our job to help you find the right system. Well, my job anyway, because you're not really focusing on that as much anymore. Mm. Like it's it's that's where people like system designers come in to help you find it. And if any system designer doesn't start, if, if they start you with a template, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. If, if they need to find like either the, the client, the designer, wh- whatever it is, there needs to be an articulation of what is going on. If you can't either write down or explain what happens, what you do, when you do it, why you do it, how you assign it to people, then that is the first step. Because if you don't know how any of that happens, then you can't make it happen in an app or a piece of software. It's just not possible. If you can't write it down or explain it, then you need to get that done first. that's, That's how I would look at it. So before you approach something like batching, Think why, like always ask yourself why, no matter what you're doing, have a question in your head of, do I really want to do this? Why do I want to batch? What, what will that help me achieve? What will that help me do? What, why, why am I batching? Why am I, why do I want to explore batching? Is it to experiment what it's like? And, and often like for me right now, um, I, I had a, had a meeting with my coach yesterday um and something came to mind like i have never liked the sprint methodology i've always found that i didn't never got it like personally but after the after the conversation i had with my coach yesterday i'm like okay this sounds like i need to start sprinting like doing i suppose a sprint in my head was not what i thought it was it's kind of like a long-term project an ongoing project that has a deadline. It still has a deadline, but it's a sprint. And I started exploring that. And that might, that's something I'm going to be kind of playing with because it's like, now I understand the concept of having a sprint. I want to have to see how that works. Does that fit in with the flexibility that I need? Um, will I have multiple stages to my sprint? Maybe. Will I not? I don't know. I'm going to go find out. And it's about exploration and being, like not tied to one idea because often when you get tied to one idea if the idea works don't go shiny object syndrome don't don't just pick up something else because you can if it works keep it if it works for you keep it but it's not though is it because you take the same fundamental idea and just move it but I'm still shiny new object. When I see when I see something come out on product hunt, I'm going on that. I'm I'm exploring the application. I'm signing up. I'm signing up on my second email account, so all the spam stuff goes there. Um, <laughs> and I'll just look through it and go, archive, 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 <laughs> to, to all that spam. But I'm still signing up to all those tools. But I think I can because I have a system behind me. So it's not like I'm going to explore and then suddenly lose productivity it's it's 
I, I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't lose productivity by exploring application. I may use the time differently because I'm exploring the application rather than doing something that I potentially have batched or have listed to do for today. But that's my choice. That's my, my use of time. Is that yeah. is that same as you? Yeah. yeah. So when, yeah, same thing. when it, when it comes to knowledge management and batching, right? Knowledge management is a massive conversation, big topic, lots of stuff to talk about. Building a second brain obviously comes to mind to a lot of people um, when it comes to personal knowledge management, team knowledge management, capture, process, whatever the other words are that you choose to use because there are so many different ones out there. There are like 30 different frameworks and three-part bits and bobs and shebangs and the rest of it. Basically, you, you, you consume the information, you process the information to some extent, and then you have something to do with it, whether you make it into an output and a, a blog or a podcast or whatever, or you turn it into an archive. There's a whole process of knowledge management. The batching process of tasks, would you include knowledge management in your actionable batching tasks, or are they things you do whenever yeah, you feel like I, it. I, I am like, so under my strengths, like one of my big strengths is learning. So when I'm drained and tired, I go and learn something because once I, I can get excited by that and, and enjoy that process. I'm just like, Ooh, I like this. And, and I get a lot of energy from learning. So for me, it's a very natural knowledge management. I don't necessarily have many outputs. I'm working on improving outputs because I consume a lot and I enjoy like learning new things. Um, my weakest part of kind of like that side of things is the output because I just love learning things and figuring things out. And it takes me a bit of time to uh, properly, properly probably. get stuff in. Shut up. Probably. Like, probably. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. English blah, is our blah, first blah, blah, blah. language, honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, to get it actually in, like, understand it enough to utilize it. I don't, I, I can't just read something and instantly create something half the time. I need to really ingest it and take it in and, and use it and, and, and what? Space. That, that's how I treat my knowledge. Space. Like, it's you you've got bits over here bits over there obviously you've got the bi-directional graph view that people use that i i made a smiley face out of because that's what i think of it um yeah the the graph view. No, i mean it's, it's just look at all these connections cool I, I i still have not found a use for it i maybe some people have found a use for it rome's graph view is inferior to obsidians in my opinion um but i don't like either of them personally so hey ho uh but knowledge, it's its all over the place. You can find links everywhere. So when it comes to batching, this is this is what I mentioned earlier. So when, I, when I'm doing a task and my energy is drained and I want to go somewhere else, learning, what you've just said, learning for you is your, your go-to, your, your happy energy place. You want to learn something new. And I'm exactly the same. I will go to a resource that I've captured and I will I will consume it potentially a second, third, fourth time to get something else from it because I'll watch videos multiple times if it's a video of value that I'm learning something from, creating new ideas from, or maybe it relates to something I'm doing that I, I can include in. Uh, as an example, recently I was making a video and I thought, oh, 
maybe this relates to this video that I watched, what was it like seven or eight months ago? And it did. And I could bring up topics that were brought up there and relate them to the video that I was doing. And that's, that's the, the bi-directional linking, the thought process and all the rest of the rubbish, um, all, the, all the rest of the linking stuff together. And it's, it was because I was having fun with learning that I could bring this, the, the knowledge into the output. But I didn't have the batched, what? I did, did you hear that. Did you hear this? Yeah. I live on a semi-main road, so there's loads of them. Loads of them go by. Um, it's sort of like zoned out now. <laughs> I hear it so often. I'm always hearing cars. Um, but yeah, so the, the batching process of knowledge, I don't batch knowledge management. When I'm surfing the web, doing whatever, I'll grab something. And then when I'm not doing something that is, I don't know, business high priority related, I will then do the knowledgey stuff. It sort of fills in the gaps, which is why I went with the space. Like you've got your planets, which are your big tasks, your projects, your solar systems of your, your systems, your areas. And then everything in the middle is knowledge. That, that's how I see it. <laughs> I have my solar system business. I have another solar system of life. I have another solar system, like, I don't know, Facebook, I don't know, platform, the, the areas. And then the projects of the planets and you've got the people on the planet with the small subtasks and all the rest of it is sitting there nodding his head. And, and the, the, the matter in the middle of it is knowledge. It's what are you doing? Okay, this matter is going to move together with the gravity of this planet and starts forming another shape somewhere else. And maybe that's been broken off somewhere and it goes somewhere else. And you'll have this small bit of that once was planet over there and once was planet over there. And that's how I see the world. That's how I see knowledge. That's how I see my brain. That is my, my you know, Sherlock Holmes has his mind, mind palace. palace. My mind palace is space. <laughs> Which is, I like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, which is why it's on my wall, um, and, and which is why I like space. It's it's all over the place because it's always expanding. The universe is expanding. My knowledge is expanding as time goes on, which is that idea, and then break things up, and then things come together, and you get new planets forming, and meteors, and the rest of it. I'm not that spacey, but I understand the basics of how things form and break, basic physics, and that's ideas. That's how ideas work in my mind. So when I want to remember something, instead of going to that room, I go to that planet, or that asteroid, that meteor, that, that space, and I've told myself a story, like I've said before, the Humpty Dumpty story. That is a story in a small section of my space that's like really overarching how my brain kind of works thing i have stories attached to planets which are in my danny space verse <laughs> uh, maybe this brought some context as to why i have a space on the wall but yeah it's pretty cool actually i quite like that it's nice it's nice it's very nice it's very nice and my t-shirts well, are now pretty... starting to T-shirts are now starting to match. I don't have it on at the moment, but I've got a, I've got a blue space T-shirt, which is cool. And then I've got some other ones coming. And if you want to see any of those, come onto Twitch and you'll see me streaming. I'm sure I'll have a different T-shirt on. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. And if you're batching all of these, uh, like a set of two or three episodes that you're watching, well done. How's it going? Are you enjoying yourself? What did you capture from it? Let us know. Actually, that, that'd be an interesting one. What are you capturing from these episodes? Are you taking notes? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Are you taking notes? Are you just, is this just your like evening Netflix? 
Dead people. <laughs> people. Let us know. Let us know. Um, you can join the Notion Nerds Discord. Um, the link's going to be in the description of both the video and the audio episode. You can come and join us in the community um, and tell us what you think about what we're talking about. Do you batch? Do you not? Um, there will be a kind of a prompt because that's what people do, isn't it? Like, I'm intrigued now. Prompt? So the community. I don't know. Prompt? Who, do, who does that? Now, you just start talking rubbish and then everyone joins in. <laughs> who, who wants anyway. to be formal? <laughs> Yeah, good point. Like, yeah, let us know. Do you do you batch tasks and ideas? Do you like not? What do you do? What do you like with that? Do you do you like the idea of your knowledge management? We need to do an episode on that because that's kind of fascinating. An episode purely on knowledge management. There'd probably be a two three hour conversation. I was gonna say. I mean, I I just did a massive overview of space. Do you know how long it takes to explain space? <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us in this episode. If you like it, then subscribe. You can find us on YouTube two weeks after. Is it or a week after? Uh, a week. Um, if you want to see our ridiculous faces and facial expressions, you can find us on YouTube. They are ridiculous facial expressions. Otherwise, you can see it two weeks early on Spotify, Apple, um, and lots of other platforms and subscribe and let us know what you think and join the discord and we shall see you in the next episode and you'll also see us wave goodbye at the end of every episode because we wave yeah, to a podcast because we wave no point why we just say bye <laughs> just like... see right. you guys bye guys bye. we still wave <laughs> it's just a habit